So I said, the choice was difficult for me. It's either Justin or it's Bashir. And I'm landing in a place um, where the primaries have to be about ideas and we need to be strategic. We need to be clear about what direction we want this city to go in. And they are the only two who are offering hope or inspiration. And that's a problem, right? It's a problem that there is so much other noise around them that like it puts them in a space. And one thing that I can say that I'm very proud of, of those two candidates in particular, is that they don't take shots at each other. I think both Jones and Bibb understand the moment that they're in. Understanding that like this is really almost a once in a lifetime opportunity for us to have a mayor that's going to move us forward. And they're they're running in such a way that they know that they may have to sharpen up the elbows a bit if they both get out of the primary. Right. But first, one of them has to get out of the primary. And that's what I'm telling you all. Right. Forget Kelly and Kucinich, forget DeBello, forget Reed and Williams. Kelly and Kucinich are banking that we will fight amongst ourselves and with our elders so that they can bypass us. Understand that the voter turnout for this will be low. It's just facts, right? Voter turnout is going to be low, probably not historically low, but it may be low, which means that every vote counts, which means that everybody who wants a better Cleveland, you got two choices, not seven, two. One, in Justin, and I've said this over and over again, is really everything you, your grandma wanted you to be right? Go off, get a good education, um, do what you need to do in government and in business, come back polished and help your community, right? Everything that you wanted them to do. But on the other side, which is why these two are so interesting, Bashir is the exact same way. He's everything that your grandmother wanted you to be. Go off, get a good education, come back, help your community, I disagree. I think that they are I think that they are two sides of the same coin. It is something to be said that Bashir speaks to a people who have felt left out of this process for most if not all of their lives. And to and to ignore that is to ignore a large chunk of Cleveland. Right? There's a language that he speaks that they respond to. A language that a lot of us don't speak. Let's be clear. Right? He speaks that language because he's there. And what you can't deny is that he's been there. Has he made mistakes along the way? Yep. He'll be the first to tell you that. Is is he perfect in it? Nope. <laughs> By no stretch of the imagination. Right? Like, I I think that like. When it comes to Jones, the reason that I'm on the fence about him is because when I sat across from him, I could look in his eyes and tell that he was genuine. 
right? He believes everything that he says. He really does. Do you agree with it? Maybe not, right? But he believes it. And that's what's important, right? And if you're going to give voice to some people that like, that have never felt like they were a part of this process. I was on Facebook when all of this started for me to go do some interviews, right? When all of this started, a young man who I did youth ministry with when I was at the Word Church said to me that this was going to be the first time that he was voting. And it was because Bashir was running. And he didn't understand anything about politics for real, but he felt like Bashir was going to give him a voice. And I can't ignore that. Right. I can't ignore that those people feel like that they're going to have a voice. I don't agree with everything that Bashir says, but I can't ignore my brothers and sisters in the city. On the other side, there's there's Bib, who. I think and I told you, like. The difference between dealing with one campaign and the other was like dealing with this is what it's supposed to look like. And I didn't know that this could do that. Bib is I didn't know that this could do that. Right. I didn't know that it had all of those functions. Right. It's like I don't know if if you've ever really like played with your phone. Like when you first get it, you don't do all of the things that you could do with the phone. Right. But if somebody comes along, gives you a tutorial and opens up the phone for you. Not only is it doing the things that it's supposed to do, now it's doing things that is making your life easier. And that's a whole different step, right? And that's true. Like, it's definitely true for Bib. I've told him, when I've seen him, I've told him, the more I learn about you, the scarier you are for me because, like, of how efficient your team is. And everybody who I find out is in your camp. There are some people that is in that man's camp that believe in him fervently that like I would trust my political life with absolutely some of those people I would I would <laughs> I would trust my actual life with like that's how much I believe in them like Chanel being one of them right like she goes hard with um with with Bib and for good reason right but Bib like me is from Cleveland, but not necessarily of it because I wasn't allowed to be, right? And so I represent a different perspective because, like, I can't claim a hood for real, right? Like, there isn't a, my mom can, you know what I'm saying? My dad can, but I moved around a lot to different, different areas of the city, and my mom was very intentional about keeping me out of the way. So did I go to school with folk? Yeah, absolutely. But I wasn't outside playing. There was, there was like nobody would know me on the street. You know what I'm saying? Like if you went over to like 140th and St. Clair, where I spent a good deal of my childhood and asked around, like, do y'all know Dylan? They would say no. <laughs> right? Like they'd be like, nah, never heard of him. You know what I mean? I, I spent a great deal of my childhood on <laughs> on Wayside, right? Uh, which is over in the 140th area of St. Clair. Like, spent a great deal of my childhood there. Nobody would know. I got one friend <laughs> who knows that. He's my best friend, was the best man in my, uh, in my wedding because his mom and my mom kept us out of the street. That was just a thing. 
But nobody could argue my leadership and love for this city, period. And nobody can argue that for Bib because I sat next to him and I saw it in his face. He loves this city. He loves its people. He's taken the things that he's learned in his life and he's applying them, trying to make sure that this is the best city in the nation. He's committed to that. So is Jones. And they both inspire hope in a new tomorrow. They both do that. They both inspire hope in different people. And let's not play games. Bib has far less baggage that you know about or don't know about. Like, he has far less baggage, period. End of sentence. But I can't ignore, I really can't, like, the looks in some of those young men's eyes. And some of those young ladies' eyes, right? Because while he gets all of this rap for, for being bad for women, that's... That, you have your take on it. I'm not a woman, right? Like, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue that point for you, right? But I will say I know a gang of women who swear by him, who are, who are solid, stand-up women, who are not taking the back seat to nobody, let alone a man. They're not taking the back seat to nobody, and they swear by him. And you take that for what you will. So... I know y'all thought that I was going to pick one and I will after the primary. But I, what I think is very important is for y'all to be talking to your grandparents, talking to your parents, talking to the people that's on the street and letting them know how much you care about your candidate. Those two. Not because not because one is better than the other. No, no. Hear me. We don't get this chance in Cleveland. We deal with monarchies in Cleveland. We don't deal with elections. We do coronations. You hear what I'm saying? Like, we deal with coronations in Cleveland. You got an opportunity to make a choice. And I'm giving you two, right? Because I'm not about to get caught up in the, in the minutia of the, the back and forth between Bashir and Bib, Bashir and Bib. No, 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 both. I really wish we could have both. We can't. But we can have both go through that primary and oh, what a day it would be. Oh, what a day it will be if in September, two young black men from Cleveland, and I, when I say young, I mean like actually young, like under 40 young, two young black men in Cleveland who went off, got very well educated, American University and Morehouse came back one has been in the streets. One has been in the boardrooms. One was on the block. One was in the boardrooms. Both doing work for Cleveland. Both putting on for their neighborhoods in different ways. It's important that we celebrate that. Let's not get into the, the partisan bickering. Be very clear that what Ke Kelly and Kucinich want is for us to be fighting over, over our black candidates. No, I just gave you the rundown. You can be respectful of Reed. You can be respectful of Sandra and still say no. I just did it. 
You can still be respectful and still say like, no, I need to be inspired. And both those young men inspire. Different ways, different people. And like, why can't we focus on that? Because primaries are about ideas. And I'm choosing the idea of hope. I'm choosing the idea of progress. I'm choosing inspiration. Either I share a bib. I'm not telling you who I'm going to pull a level for when I get into the, when I get into the booth. At that point, it's unimportant. But what I'm telling you is, whoever you vote for, it should be one of those two. Cold the field. Stop fighting amongst each other. Don't tear down black leadership. Not necessary. We are not going to be our predecessors. Young black Cleveland will not be our predecessors. We will not divide up in camps. Whoever is best for our city, we ride with them. And we don't disrespect who wasn't, who didn't win, period. That's all I have to say about that. This has been so I said, and I just did. I'm out. Hey, man, don't skip this outro. I've worked too hard on this outro. I've literally recorded this like 300 times, and I'm over it. You've listened to one of these episodes. You're definitely my friend right now because I put in a lot of work for this. Season two is about friendship. Share it with some of your friends. I don't care how you share it with them. Just share it with them, okay? Because like I'm really sick of recording this outro. And people don't even listen to outros anymore, but you better be listening to this outro. And if you're listening to this outro at this point, you are probably my best friend. And I appreciate you so much. So take it to that next level and subscribe on whatever podcast site you're listening to. And if you want to engage with more content, talk to me a little bit. We're so I said media on everything. Okay, enough. I'm done recording these outros because you're probably not even listening to it anyway. But if you are, thank you so much. Now go listen to the next episode.